0: Welcome to Spirit Speak, Exploring the Afterlife, with Connie and Barry Strom. Your hosts are here to speak the words of the spirits and answer your questions. Now, here are Connie and Barry.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spirit Speak, Exploring the Afterlife. I'm Barry Strom, your host.
2: And I'm Connie Strom, your co-host. On our last show, we discussed the role of major religions in our modern world. We channeled Buddha, Prophet Muhammad, and then Jesus. This was definitely one of our more formative, informative shows, and it's available on our Voice America archive or on our YouTube channel in the name of Barry Strom.
1: Now, Connie and I attempt to bring you all of the information available about the afterlife. I use my gift of spirit communication to talk to human souls, angels, holy spirits, anyone who wants to speak, actually. And we're trying to educate anyone that will listen to the miracle of the afterlife.
2: We currently have almost 540 videos on our YouTube channel, which covers, as Barry said, all aspects of the paranormal life after death. Uh, Today, we're going to continue to discuss the history and journey of the soul, from its creation to what will happen to the soul in the future. We're going to begin with the origins of the soul energy by channeling with the Archangel Gabriel. Gabriel, thank you for joining us. Uh, Were angels created at the same time as soul energies?
1: Yes. All of the energies that you're seeing today were created at the time of universal creation. The gods of the universe got together and used their energies to create what you're now Seen and create the planets on which you're now walking. So, all the energies have been in existence since creation, and they will all have everlasting life as well. These soul energies will live past the time the humans can no longer live on your planet. They will exist in other places. They will live lives on different areas. But the soul energies have everlasting life.
2: Gabriel, how do angelic energies differ from soul energies? They're
1: quite different, actually. Angelic energies have never lived incarnate lives. From the beginning of creation. The angels have existed. The gods decided that there would be a time where the soul energies would need assistance. Soul energies have got to live incarnate lives. They've got to learn lessons. They've got to do many things to progress in their individual heavens. But angelic energies are assistance of the gods. They, we work with God. We work with his closest Holy Spirits as guides. <clears throat> we do not have to learn lessons. The souls that are created to live incarnate lives need to live lessons, and they need to learn to progress in how they live, so that they can become more godlike
2: did a prior universe exist before our current universe?
1: Yes, there actually was a universe earlier than the universe of which you are aware of. It had a different form, it did different things, and the gods decided that it would not be possible to expand the way they wanted to so basically they started over with universal structure
2: why didn't the old universe work Hmm.
1: the old universe had limitations they were not creating planets with environments capable for the human souls or what we're referring to as human souls Now, keep in mind that even though your soul is in a human body, long before humans ever existed, your soul existed. So those souls would take the forms of life that were required for the billions of years before the establishments of the human race. I will continue to refer to them as human souls. But keep in mind that your souls have had many, many different forms and shapes throughout the billions of years.
2: So did human and angelic energies exist in the old universe?
1: Yes. They just didn't live in a form that they could properly evolve. The universe as a whole, in which you're now living, has got many, many different planets Many, many different galaxies. Keep in mind that each of the major galaxies have their own god. There's not a single god that controls the entire universe. But there are actually billions of galaxies. So you see the plan for the new universe has worked. Because in each of these galaxies, there are planets that allow different types of life form.
2: Could you describe the soul energy for us?
1: The soul energy is actually very difficult to describe. In the Milky Way galaxy, the soul energies are those of individuals. They, upon incarnate death, the soul energy returns to heaven. We discussed heaven many times, but the soul energy needs to learn lessons. If you can think about the diversity of the different planets in the Milky Way galaxy, then you can start to realize how many lessons need to be learned there are lessons to be learned of which you cannot even compre- comprehend. You see, life forms on the different planets, each have different types of lessons. But since your soul is part of, our ga- of, of this galaxy, all of those lessons at some point need to be learned. So the real result is, through the billions of years, there are Millions of lifetimes required to learn the lessons.
2: When was the soul created and how was it created?
1: The soul was created billions of years ago. There was, from the prior universe, laid the foundation for the creation of what happened at that time. The energies were drawn together, and there was a sudden expansion. In that expansion, the basic foundations were established. Dust would create planets, energies would create suns, and the suns would give life to the planets as they rotated around the various suns in the galaxy. And this is the way it works in all of the galaxies. There are suns that give the energy, and there are planets that are attracted to those suns by a gravitational force, and the sun emits an energy that allows different life forms. There are different life forms that are far beyond your imagination. (laughs) But that is the basic model.
2: Does every soul energy have everlasting life?
1: Yes, absolutely. Every soul energy will return to heaven. There is a heaven in in each galaxy. But the soul energy will return. The soul energy actually has free will. When the, when the soul <clears throat> is not in an incarnate form, it has great abilities. It makes decisions, it can travel, it can do many things. It is actually when the soul is in an incarnate form that it loses many of its abilities.
2: Was heaven created at the same time as the universe
1: Heavens existed in the previous universe. They, the dimensions that you're referring to as a heaven have always been there. There's always been a process of learning for what I'm referring to as human souls. When, shall we call it, the modern universe was created, the forms of heaven were modified to make them also more effective. You see, the the soul that I'm referring to as a human soul has a need to advance through the various heavens. The heaven that is associated with the Milky Way is extremely effective in allowing the human souls to advance through the different realms so i guess you could say that even the universe is going through a learning process
2: when soul energies were created were they all in the first level the lowest level of heaven or the lower i should say not the lowest
1: That is also a very difficult question to answer. When the universe was recreated to the form that you now see it, in the beginning, there was little places that the human souls could go to reincarnate. The heaven always existed, and that dimension is where the souls resided. Keep in mind that there's no time over here. So as the different planets evolved into different life forms and in the ability to support different life forms, the souls would choose to return. But there was a vast period of time where the soul simply resided in heaven because evolution of planets had to take place so that they could return and that whatever life form that soul chose that that planet would be able to support it.
2: Are soul energies different in different galaxies?
1: They may differ slightly, but generally soul energies are the same throughout the universe. The requirements, or advancement, and different galaxies change and vary. So the energies are allowed to vary as well.
2: When the universe was created, were any planets created that could support life, or did all the planets have to undergo evolution?
1: In the beginning, all the planets had to undergo an evolution. There were some planets created that were very close to being able to support light. <clears throat> but in general, there was a period of time required that planets would change, that different elements would be introduced, different moons, different types of energies. But in the beginning, there were no planets that could support the soul energies that wanted to habitate upon them.
2: So if there were no planets that could support life at the creation, where were all the soul energies?
1: The soul energies simply stayed in the individual heavens. Their, <clears throat> the heavens were created. They existed in the previous universe, and they were moved forward with the changes in creation. But the soul energies were always present somewhere in the beginning. they were just simply maintained in the in
2: in heaven. What did you angels do before life was established on <laughs> the planets? You didn't have anybody to guide Well, no
1: Constance. We did have someone to guide. We were in heaven with the souls, so we would try to to work with them in heaven we would prepare them for the planets that were evolving we would prepare them for the different lifestyles but we worked with them in heaven and then when the time came that they could reincarnate in some type of form we were there to assist them
2: what is the ultimate goal for each soul energy
1: The ultimate goal for each soul energy is to advance to become more like God. As you advance in the realms, and I'm simply going to refer to the the heaven for the Milky Way, this heaven has seven realms, and our God resides in the top realm. He will try to assure evolution on his different planets. Keep in mind that there are many planets that support life in, in, this, in this galaxy. The ultimate goal is for you to rise in the realms of heaven and become more like God. As you rise in the realms, you will find that it is, there are many, many more things to do. The people that have done evil in their lives and hurt others not followed God's commands, when they pass from the incarnate lives, they will in all probability be sent to perhaps the second or third level. Keep in mind that when you're in a lower level, that you're not allowed to travel to the upper levels. Those in the upper levels can, can go to any level below them and visit. It may be that all your family members are in levels above you and that you haven't been able to reconcile with them for that reason. They can come down and visit with you, but you cannot go and visit them. When you're on the other side, you will have a completely different understanding of the way things work. You will know that God truly exists and that there are certainly benefits to trying to serve him and to becoming more like him. Okay, Uh, Gabriel, let's take a small break here, and when we return, we've got some more questions for you.
0: Connie and Barry will be back after a few words from our sponsors.
3: Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts.
0: Is death the end of the journey of the soul or a time of new beginnings? Is there proof of an afterlife? What would historic figures say if they lived today? Psychic and channeler Barry Strom uses his gift of spirit communication to answer these questions and explore all aspects of the hereafter. Have all the information necessary not to fear life's final journey. Tune in to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Psychic and author Barry Strom has now published nine books dealing with supernatural subjects from ghosts to aliens. His most recent books, Messages of God and Messages of the Prophet Muhammad for a Modern World, bring you the channeled messages of the founders of Christianity and Islam. Their words are intended to guide their followers through these modern times. These books are available in softcover and ebook on Amazon.com. Signed copies of all of Strom's books are available on his website, www.barrystrom.com.
1: The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com.
0: Welcome back to Spirit Speak, Exploring the Afterlife. Here are your hosts, Connie and Barry Strom.
1: Welcome back, everybody, and thank you for tuning in. We're channeling with the Archangel Gabriel, and he's telling us a lot of information about human soul energies. So, Connie, let's ask some more questions of the angel.
2: Gabriel, are there souls that keep returning and leading evil lives?
1: Sadly, there are,
2: Connie.
1: You see, each soul has free will. God's created it that way and it's not going to change. So they get to make their own decisions. We can prepare life plans for them. We discuss things. We tell them what happened to put them in lower levels. And sadly, when they return, quite often they will be inclined to use their free will to continue doing evil things and hurting others. When they return, we we judge them and Perhaps send them to a lower level or keep them in the level in which they're 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 in. But they can fool us. They have free will. And even there though though there is no evil energy over here on in heaven, when they return, they have the ability to do what they want.
2: Does the goal of the soul energy change in different galaxies?
1: Uh in all the galaxies. The soul energies want to try to rise to higher levels. That is the one constant thing throughout, <clears throat> throughout the entire universe.
2: Were some soul energies created at higher levels than others?
1: No. All, cru- all souls were created equal. Some souls are much more ambitious in serving God and live many more lives than others. The soul doesn't have to return; they can stay over and be in, and stay in the level that they're in. But there are many souls that serve God, and they rise much more rapidly. And they rise much more rapidly to higher levels. All right, Gabriel, thank you so much. Now we're going to channel with the archangel Metatron. He is going to speak to us about heaven, and several other things. Anyway, Metatron, thanks for coming back.
2: Yes, Uh, and by the way, we won't be taking any phone calls today. Um, Metatron, does each galaxy have its own god? Is that the way you see it, too?
1: Yes, each galaxy throughout the universe has its own god. Now, that is not certainly diminishing the power of our god, Because the Milky Way galaxy is huge. There are literally millions of planets that support life. So our God has an incredible amount of energy and amount of presence in the universe. He is a very important God.
2: Does each galaxy have its own heaven?
1: Yes. Each galaxy has its own heaven. Each galaxy has its own rules. But everything depends on coexistence. That is a universal lesson that has to be learned. There are galaxies out there that have existed for millions of, for billions of years that have planets that have existed with life forms for millions of years. These planets are very, very advanced in their knowledge and would have the ability to totally destroy each other. So, all of the galaxies have learned to coexist.
2: Do heavens vary in the different galaxies?
1: The dimensional forms of heaven are very similar in all the galaxies. The structures can change because they conform to each god's recommendations or desires. But the concept of reincarnation and learning lessons is universal.
2: Did each galaxy have its own god at creation?
1: Yes. <clears throat> and we're speaking of the creation of the current of the current universe. But at the time of of this universal creation, each galaxy in in the previous one had its own god and those gods joined together and through their energies created what you're referring to as the big bang
2: and this is what you now have will you describe the heaven for the milky way for us
1: <clears throat> the heaven for for this for this galaxy is very well organized and there are seven levels there is a lower level that is reserved for the very very truly evil the lowest zero level, we'll call it, is a place of nothingness. The soul of the very evil will be sent into that realm. They will exist. They will not have any contact. And they will contemplate what they've done. They will contemplate how they've hurt others, and they'll contemplate how they make up in the future to all of the souls that they've hurt. Individuals such as your your hitler he is down there it will take him millions of years to pay for the karma for what he did but once you rise above the zero level then there are seven established realms each of those realms are clearly defined for the souls they soul energy tries to rise among those different realms, and they try to be more like God. God and the guides will send back each soul. They will live on different planets, they will learn learn different lessons, but they will always try to do their best to serve the words of God. God's words are the same throughout this galaxy. The furthest planet of the Milky Way will try to follow the same commands that you follow here on Earth. There are young planets that are very violent, such as Earth, and there are advanced planets that are very peaceful. But they all have the same heaven.
2: How many lifetimes does it take to move to the seventh level?
1: There is no strict number of lifetimes required. It is very, very difficult to rise into that level of God. You have to serve Him. And I'm talking about serving Him and perhaps hundreds of thousands of lifetimes. As you rise in the realms, you will be given opportunities to serve him. When you are sent, those opportunities will be included in your life plan. When you're sent back, then you will make a decision whether you're going to follow that life plan or not. But it is difficult to make it to the seventh level. The Individuals that are in that level are like the saints that served Jesus when Jesus walked the earth. Jesus was God incarnate. So those souls were given a chance to actually serve God as he walked the earth in the form of Jesus. And those souls were entrusted with spreading his words upon his death. So individuals in the 6th and 7th level are very, very advanced in serving him.
2: In general, how many lifetimes does it usually take to advance from one level to another?
1: That is very hard to predict as well because your advancement is based upon how you follow God's commands when you return to earth. For instance, you may be in the sixth level, and we entrust you with blessings of great wealth when we send you back. All of this with the intent to use that wealth to help others. When you return to earth, greed takes over, and you decide that you are not going to use that wealth to, to help others, and to serve God's means. You are creating a karma that is going to follow you into your future lives by not following your life plan and helping others. So when that individual dies, he returns, and when the guides judge him, they will act appropriately. Perhaps if he has abused many, they will reduce him in, the, in his realm in heaven. If he was in the sixth and he's lived a truly bad life and went against all of God's commands, they may move him as low as the fourth level. That means that it will take many, many lifetimes of helping others just to return and maintain the level that he started with. It is much easier to follow God's commands, do unto others as you would have done unto you, than it is to allow evil energy and greed to guide your decision-making. If you have faith in God, we're always here to help. Our only desire is to help lead you in your life so that you can increase your presence once you return to heaven. God has chosen to give humans a very short lifetime compared to other planets. That is because he knows that there is so much evil and opportunity to be driven away from your life plan on earth. All things take place in time. God knows exactly what is taking place. He wants each human to be able to make his own decision. Each soul energy is responsible for its actions. If you help others, then you will advance in heaven. If you go against God's words, you simply will either not advance or even be placed and levels below where you started. So you see, free will is the key to everything for soul energies.
2: Who makes the final decision if you're ready to advance?
1: That will be made by your guides. You see, your guides are the ones that are instrumental in creating your life plan. Even though God's presence is with all all soul energies. There is a spark of God in all soul energies. But the guides, your spirit guides, are closest to you, and they are the ones that have the greatest understanding. You see, everything in God's world is incredibly planned. He has given blessings to all humans. He makes it much easier to believe in him than he does to speak against him and not believe. Human souls face great risk when they return to Earth. It is not an easy place to live. There is much evil energy. and there are many things that can lead people away from God. He has made things very simple for the for the souls. You can choose or not to choose, and that will determine what will happen to you in your future lives.
2: Is each level a different dimension?
1: Yes basically it's a different dimension there are multiple dimensions about it. there are multiple dimensions that come into play there are no clear it is not in heaven when you are in heaven it is not like there are seven floors and that you have a stairway between the floors <laughs> but on earth You basically have three dimensions, but there are multiple dimensions around you in which you cannot see. The soul energies reside in those other dimensions. That is why a soul energy can be with you and you do not see them because they're simply in another dimension. Animals can see into that dimension, and that is why sometimes you'll watch animals observe a spirit presence. When you are in heaven, each realm, we will call, has a separate dimension. That is how we can maintain control, and that is how some energies are not allowed to enter those upper dimensions, but you're not aware of the limits when you're in that dimension. You will not understand heaven until you go to it, and when you pass, you will enter heaven. You, whether you have lived a good life or a bad life, you will enter heaven with the everlasting energy of your soul. The question is, what happens upon entrance? You can advance, you can stay where you are, or you can be demoted in levels. That is a decision that will be made by your guides, but God will agree or disagree with that decision when a soul enters heaven it enters the most incredible place that you can ever imagine
2: that's what everybody says It is indescribable to us humans Uh, let's talk about reincarnation what is the purpose of reincarnation reincarnation
1: is how you are sent back to learn lessons. The soul has to take different body forms. It has to go to different planets, and it has to learn all of these millions of lessons that are to be learned. So a soul will definitely reincarnate. It will live multiple lives, and there are people that can understand their prior lives your prior lives have a great effect on the current life in your prior life you created karmas and reincarnation is how you work off those karmas okay let's take a short break here when we come back we will continue channeling with metatron and Barry will be back after a few words
0: from our sponsors. A little birdie
3: told me Voice America is on X. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Psychic and
0: author Barry Strom has now published nine books dealing with supernatural subject from ghosts to aliens. His most recent books, Messages of God and messages of the Prophet Muhammad for a modern world bring you the channeled messages of the founders of Christianity and Islam. Their words are intended to guide their followers through these modern times. These books are available in softcover and ebook on Amazon.com. Signed copies of all of Strom's books are available on his website, www.berrystrom.com
3: voice america is on linkedin connect with us today
0: is death the end of the journey of the soul or a time of new beginnings is there proof of an afterlife what would historic figures say if they lived today psychic and channeler barry strom uses his gift of spirit communication to answer these questions and explore all aspects of the hereafter Have all the information necessary not to fear life's final journey. Tune in to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to Spirit Speak, Exploring the Afterlife. Have a question for Barry or their guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788.
1: Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. We are channeling with Archangel Metatron, and he is answering questions about soul energies.
2: Yeah, Manichon, can a human soul from the Milky Way reincarnate in different galaxies?
1: It's possible, but not probable. And it can only take place for a soul in the highest levels. Because the soul has may have some special opportunity to learn a lesson that it can't learn in this galaxy. And that's when it would be permitted, but the soul would return.
2: Can you choose the souls that will reincarnate with you? Like, say, for instance, a soul that will be your wife?
1: Oh, absolutely. Each soul makes up this detailed life plan. And there are souls on the other side that have chosen to return with the soul that's about to reincarnate. It may be that this soul, the two souls, have been together in six or eight lifetimes. Maybe they've been mother, daughter, father, son, and they'd like to try it as husband and wife. So that is incorporated into the life plan. And we will do all we can to assure that the two souls will meet in that in that chosen life. It can be very complicated and we can we can't guarantee that when those souls meet they're going to get along because the personalities may have changed in that particular reincarnation. But you definitely can choose and you can definitely have have two souls meet in a very complex situation. Okay, Metatron, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to let Laura speak. Laura is our master guide, and she is like the Wikipedia of the other side. <clears throat> so let's channel with Laura a bit,
2: and we have a few questions for her. Thanks for joining us on this show, Laura. I I know you're always with us. So anyway, uh, on creating a human life, what is a human life plan?
1: Before soul energy is allowed to return, we lay out a detailed plan. We understand what lessons have to be learned. Each soul has spirit guides. Each soul has angels that will assist. But each soul knows what it has what lessons it needs to learn and we will lay out that plan in that that life plan or that soul when the soul is born and begins to learn its lessons we'll try to give it guidance to follow that life plan the soul can always pray to us and ask for guidance but that soul has free will and many souls use free will to vary from the life plan. When that takes place, it's generally not a good thing for the soul. And if it fails to learn lessons, then those lessons have to be included in future life plans.
2: How are the records of human lives maintained?
1: Each human maintains a record of their prior lives in an area of their brain. If you note, a human uses a very small percentage of its brain, and we use a small portion to put all the historical information from that individual's prior lives. That is why it is possible sometimes in hypnosis to draw energy or memories from that portion of the brain and understand segments of your prior lives.
2: Yeah, who helps to make up a life plan?
1: It is a combination. Mostly it's done by the guides, the spirit guides that know that soul the best. Angels can help as well. But it is generally the spirit guides. And when the soul returns, it's the guides that inform the soul how closely they followed that life plan.
2: What are the components of a life plan?
1: It can be incredibly complex. It can be the souls that want to enter you as children, that want to join you as children. It can be leading you to a wife. It may be leading you to another, to a second wife. Maybe you have to learn the lesson of grief and your first wife passes. It can have, bring other people to you so you can find happiness in later life. There are many, many things in it, but keep in mind that free will always enters.
2: Can a life plan have multiple times of death in it?
1: Yes, it can be quite conceivable that a life plan uh, that a soul can have multiple choices of when it wants, to, of when it can pass. the The inner soul may actually want to return to heaven. Sometimes life plans have gone astray. And there's an exit point, and they may want to take it, so they come back and get a new life plan. Maybe they've learned their lessons early. Maybe they are helping many, many people, and they want to extend the time of death as much as possible. Sometimes God will step in and create a miracle and give a soul more time because they're doing so much good to others.
2: So there is a way to extend a life plan while you're living the plan.
1: You have a finite time. There is a final time of departure in which you will pass. But God can step in and change that time, and he will often do it if that human is helping so many others. A good example is when God stepped in and cured Barry's heart attack because he had much more to do. So he is... His life plan has been extended because he has this unique ability to speak our words.
2: How does karma affect a life plan? Karma is incredibly real. If you hurt
1: others, then you will, in future lives, have to make it up to those souls. If you speak against God, you will possibly be put in a lower level. And when you come back, you will have to relearn all the lessons that you didn't learn. The karma from a life can carry forward to many of your future lives. If you hurt many, then you have to make up for that hurt in future lifetimes. There's no way to escape it. That karma will be included in your life plan and... You will have to follow that portion of it. If you do not help those people that you're supposed to help from karma, then the guides will probably enforce your first exit point for death.
2: Does a soul have
1: to reincarnate? No. If a soul is happy with the level that it's in, it can stay in that level. You are never forced to reincarnate.
2: Why would a person not want to reincarnate and work their way up?
1: Quite possibly because they have a bad karma that needs to be worked off. They can remain in the level where they are and not reincarnate. They may not want to go through all the pain and suffering that goes with the human life. There can be many reasons. They may be very happy where they are. They may be with... soulmate spirits in that level and they may just simply not want
2: to return when a life plan is selected how did you select the parents by the way you did a fantastic job choosing mine when a life plan is is finished
1: we will try to select the parents that will give you lessons to give you a high success of following that life plan. Mm. For instance, if you've decided to be a minister in this future life, then we may select parents that are ministers as well, so that they can get you off to a satisfactory start. If you need to do things in a certain geographical area, we will select parents in that area. So there are many things that go into the selection of parents.
2: What happens when a life plan is aborted?
1: When a life plan is aborted, that soul has got to create an all-new life plan, and that soul has got to learn in the future all of the, pl- all of the lessons that were in that plan that it never had a chance to learn. When a baby is aborted in the womb, That whole life plan is wasted. When the mother that has aborted that child returns to heaven, it will meet the soul of the aborted child. And that child will explain to the soul of that mother that aborted it how it has created so many problems and establishing a new life plan.
2: When the soul is preparing a life plan, how far into the future can it see?
1: We can see the future as of that date. The future will change. Many things can change. But we try to do our best to adapt to the future as we see it at that particular time. If that soul is going to live for, say, 80 years, then... We can foresee the future for that time period.
2: Can you include animal souls from your animal soul family to return with you?
1: Oh, absolutely. Animal souls are a very important part of your life in heaven. Animals will return to you many times. They have shorter lifespans. And they can take different forms and come to you in multiple shapes. Animals can help guide you. Animals can bring you great peace. Animals can help you with depression. So it might be that we will plan for an animal to come to you after some very bad events.
2: Can (laughs) a soul change its mind and back out of a life plan while it's in the womb?
1: Yes. It may be that there are physical disabilities that are giving it problems in the womb, and it might be able to back out and to... Start a new life
2: plan. Is it possible to make up multiple future life plans at one time?
1: It is possible for people in the highest levels. Those people have special abilities for service to God. And it may be that they need to have multiple lifetimes planned. A life plan may be the basis foundation for a life plan in the future. Okay, Metatron, thank you so much. That was Laura. <laughs> oh, Laura. No. I'm I, sorry, Barry, I'm rubbing off on you. <laughs> no, it's when, I'm, when I channel, I often don't remember what we're doing. <clears throat> so, Laura, thank you so much, as always. Next week, we're going to investigate evil energies. What is it? How does it affect our lives? How can you avoid it? And a whole lot more. There's... Every time we do a show, I know I learn a lot. I go back and look at them. And today was incredibly interesting, and I learned a huge amount of information. I've released my 10th book, Modern Messages of the Archangels. It's available on my website, barrystrom.com, and on, and on Amazon. It makes a great Christmas presents. What better than giving the words of God?
2: I'd like to thank you all for joining us on the Voice of America Variety Radio Network each Tuesday morning. <laughs> Please tell your friends about our show. The subject matter we deal with is important for everyone. If you'd like to see more of our channel links, we have almost 540 videos covering all aspects of the afterlife on our YouTube channel, which is in the name of Barry Strom. So God bless you all. Have a wonderful week.
1: Yes, and thank you. I'm sorry I'm losing my voice again. I've been fighting this long COVID now for about seven weeks. But thank you for listening. Please tell your friends about us. We try to bring you the honest information about what's on the other side. I have an incredibly unique ability to speak these words of the angels and the spirits. And all I want to do is to bring you that information. So thank you for joining us today. Please join us each Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in
0: to this week's episode of Spirit Speak, Exploring the Afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom tune in next week for another informative and inspiring episode on the voice america variety channel at 9 a.m pacific time